Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to Cafe Anyway. Anyway. FFF episode 1531. 1531. The last show is called Globe because I was talking about the Golden Globes for like half a second. And because there's a picture of me with Basil the Boxer on the front of the box, and there's a beautiful globe of sunshine that's shining Mike's Daily Podcast. behind us. That's me explaining the last show. Now on to this show, where today we will hear Mike's Daily Podcast from Madame Ruta Vega Valentino and Bison Bentley. And I have all kinds of things to talk about, evidently, like that the rain has come down all night, but now it seems to be very light. So there, I've given you a weather report here in Podcaster Valley Mont. I know you. Mike's Daily Podcast. Appreciate it. Why do you guys interrupt me when I'm trying to sing this beautiful song that I wrote five times Mike's in a row? Daily. Crossed out everything. Podcast. Threw it all out. Then. Yeah. Recycled it and then put it outside and then the trash man drove right by it. Did you love that story I told? On the last podcast, this show is all about the last podcast. Not the last one, no. I will keep doing this podcast forever, even when I'm dead. I'll continue doing it in heaven and send it down to you. That was very presumptuous of me saying I'm going to be in heaven. That's presumptuous of anyone saying they're going to heaven. Screw you. You could go right down into the the hot spot, friend. Don't assume anything. You know what assume means? That means you're assume. Assume me. Assu- me out of you. Assuming. And there's the word ass in there somewhere. Look who walked in. Hello, Michael Master. It's my dad. Oh, the big look who else is here. Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we are so glad that Trump has stood up to all the foes. <laughs> Foes? Yeah, foes. He's got a lot of foes now. They. Yeah, foes. Do you know that? Okay, he's got foes. I think everyone's got foes. Foes and hoes. No, I'm. What? That wasn't necessary. I apologize. And here's today's podcast You've picture. You've got to be kidding me. I am kidding you. No, the podcast picture is of the beautiful... S- Wait, that was yesterday. The sunset with Basil the Boxer and I. No, uh, today's picture is a year ago. Okay, so we had rain all day, all night. But it was nothing compared to like a year ago this picture was taken. And Castro Valley's very own Lake Chabot overfilled. And you see it is overfilled there. In the podcast picture And it was a sight to behold So you can see the podcast picture All the past shows Everything there at Mike'sDailyPodcast.com Where you can also help out the show Through the Amazon link Click on that and buy whatever it is you're going to buy And the greatness of the world Will fall upon you And you will see it all In its big huge wondrous globe Down at the state lights on with the globe. Gonna have a Paul tonight. Here on the globe. 
Iran lawmaker says 3,700 arrested in days of protest and unrest. Oh, Iran. Wow. Iran so far away. An Iranian reformist lawmaker said today that some 3,700 people were arrested in the days of protest and unrest that rolled Iran over the past two weeks, offering a far higher number than authorities previously said. So, does this mean... All right, I know that a lot of my conservative friends, a lot of my conservative friends who write books about how windmills, the wind, the, the wind, giant wind machi- machines, machines, the wind farms that we have over here in the Altamont, how those wind machines just chop up birds. Those conservative friends of mine that write books about that and about how fracking is the best thing ever suddenly became the champions for Iranian women that were standing up to Ram, Roman, Romani, Romani, and saying, hey, you're treating us like dirt. Or was that what they were saying? I thought it was they were saying they got to look at the budget. The Iranian budget And they were going Wait a minute Why is all this money Going to stupid Religious crap Like this one guy I heard this On the news On a podcast From the New York Times So you know it's true The Daily Which I love With Mike Barbera Barberi Oh my god He's got this wonderful He's a young guy With this nice Smooth voice Unlike me Who's an old guy Gonna be turning 50 This year folks 50. Now, I want to tell you something. First off, <laughs> that, of course, reminds me of the Molly Shannon character. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I can bend. I can stretch. But when I'm, when you're 50, okay, and I'm not turning 50 till the end of the year, so don't go and give me 50 jokes now. Or 50 jokes, I that means I'll laugh 50 times. P- please, bring, on a, bring it on. I love the 50 jokes. See how I, I turn a phrase. I'll take a phrase and I'll turn it around and I'll smack it on the bum. That's what I do with phrases. Phrasing? Thank you, Archer. I was waiting forever for you. And I do like candy. Mungo like candy. No, I don't. I really don't. And candy canes? Come on. Oh, there was a funny joke. This guy I work with that I bring up the whole... You know, he flips out on Twitter when I talk about how he gives me podcasting advice oh i'm not gonna give you podcasting advice ever again okay i understand you work for a huge podcasting app and you should know this stuff but he made the funniest joke at at the place we work at this radio station there's this huge container of candy canes and we're looking at it and we're going Kids don't even like candy canes anymore. You offer them candy canes and they go, No, God! <laughs> they hate. <laughs> what other annoying sound effects? Would you like some candy canes, little boy? Anarchy! I don't even know what that means, but I love it! Yeah, so they don't like them. Nobody likes candy canes. They're disgusting. They're too sweet. They're horrible. Get them out of my face. Do you agree with me? Yep. So, this wonderful ode to candy canes, this podcast today. Because candy canes are the foe, my friend. 
They are faux delicious. Ah, see what I did? I took F-O-E and made it F-A-U-X. Kids, that's what we're doing on today's show, is we're playing with words. Wordplay. Wordplay, wordplay. Tacky. I'm sorry. Listen, my point being, he made a funny joke about how candy canes are horribly disgusting. And he goes, you know what? These, these can be repurposed for President's Day. Hey, kids, have some, have eat the cane that FDR used to walk around. Can I get that thing again? Tacky. Okay. I thought the FDR documentary that I watched that Ken Burns did, it was the last thing I watched on Netflix before I canceled it. I'm done with the Netflix. Done is that FDR walked around with these heavy metal braces on because he had polio. It's a devastating disease. Devastating. One day, he was running with his kids. They were running all over this island they owned. I might be getting some of my facts wrong. This beautiful place, they had a a massive amount of land. Roosevelt's family with lots of money. And they, so they running around, FDR totally came from privilege, right? He's running around, right? Right? I'm sorry, I'm using the millennial right. Right? Because millennials love to say right. Okay, maybe everybody's saying right. Am I right? Am I right? Really? Okay, they're saying that too, but. So he's running around one day with his kids. He goes to bed. He feels a little weird. He goes to bed. Next morning he wakes up. He can't get out of bed. He has to be helped out of bed the rest of his life for the next 20 or so years that he lived, which this is before he was elected president. Amazing story about FDR. So his, he had, he really, a cane could only get him so far because he could not move his legs. Imagine if your legs were just, he really needed a wheelchair to move around, but when he was in public and doing his speeches, uh, people were so, nah, if you're in a wheelchair, we'll never elect you president. Would they do the same today? How many presidents have we had in a wheelchair? Except for FDR, who kept it, he, he didn't show, that was something people found out about after he passed away. Any footage of him in a wheelchair was promptly taken away. Uh, he were asked to burn it you it was not to be seen um and we have not had a president in a wheelchair or uh i can't even think of any politicians that have been in wheelchairs so the point being with the cane is it really didn't even help him he had to have people uh kind of carry him along he could he had good upper body strength and he was able to move uh on like some kind of crutches He, in Georgia, created this place called Warm Springs, where people with polio could come. And it was all about the pools there, the Warm Springs, that's the name. And people would go in the water, and they, when you're in the water, you're buoyant. Your legs can move. It's wonderful. You can kind of use them, even if you have no use of them. you, You have use of them. Somehow it works like that. That's what it talked about in the Ken Burns documentary. It was amazing. So... The point being, candy canes are awful. Get them out of my face. And that uh, the guy I work with also was trying to tell me how he met this 
voiceover artist named Mark Elliott, who I know I I worked with a Mark Elliott in Ventura, but this is a different guy. It's the guy that used to do on all those Disney VHSs. You would rent a Disney movie and you'd find out, oh God, this is a piece of crap. And he'd come on at the beginning and go, for a limited time. He was the for a limited time guy, but I had no idea. Apparently this guy I work with had lunch with him. Woohoo! Also, I spoke with uh, other people. My point being that, what was I going with this? I have really, now I've lost, I've completely lost my way, everybody. I am, I left no crumbs for myself. I'm stuck here in the dark at 5.46 in the morning. Wait, here in the dark of Cafe Anyway, who are these people? We are the knights who say, Nee! Whoa. Whoa. That's awesome. I like to meet knights. And days. Under the sun. This yearning burning for me never's undone. And as I spend my whole life with you, day and night, night and day. Did you like that song? You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. My point being, turning 50, you find out everything that happened 50 years ago. Because that's the big anniversary point. So what I found out yesterday, as I was driving into work, was that song by Otis Redding, sitting on the dock of the bay, watching time rolling away. Apparently that song was released, or actually went to number one 50 years ago. Actually the song that was number one later in the year when I have my birthday was, Hey Jude, don't let it do. Take that sad song and make it better. Yeah. So my point being that when you turn 50, that's the exciting thing. Is you find out since you've now lived a half a century, everything that's a half a century old. So we're talking 1968, which is a crazy year. Crazy year. We're going to get that's this is Martin Luther King's the year when he was killed when John, uh, Robert Kennedy was killed was in 1968 68 was a bunch of Beatles stuff Vietnam uh, hate Ashbury all kind well actually the summer of love was last year but 50 years ago that's exciting that's the thing I have to look forward to this year is all the stuff that happened in the year I was born that's what's cool about turning 50. And it's, I guess, what's cool about when you turn 25. People recognize that anniversary. I guess they recognize the 10, 10, 20, 30, 40, whatever. But the 51, they go all ape-why over. Don't! That's pretty much the end of the show. Oh, no, it's not. Because I just wanted to tell you these interesting things that happened. First off... Apparently you're, you're the Chrome. I don't use I use Chrome, but I really don't like it anymore. Chrome has finally become what, what it hated most. That's according to this article I found by Steve Rousseau. 
Uh, he said, in a familiar trend amongst any form of popular technology, you either enjoy an early fade into obscurity or endure mass popularity for so long, you are eventually outed as being actually bad. He said, this week, The Verge's Tom Warren details how this regular twist of fate happened to Google Chrome. At one point, Internet Explorer 6 was the most popular browser, if only because it came with Windows XP. Microsoft's sheer market dominance, something stupid like 90% share of all browsers, afforded them the ability to ignore building in web standards. Eventually, Firefox and then quickly Google Chrome came onto the scene. Yeah, that was probably what? 10 years ago, 12 years ago or so, that, that they got big. Touting browsers built with common standards in mind. Devs quickly shifted to no longer catering to Internet Explorer and Chrome want out. I don't know what a dev is. Dev. De- dev. Devil? Okay, I think it's talking about devils. Now Chrome is so ubiquitous that intentionally or not, devs just optimize their web-based services to work best on Chrome. Once again, we are faced with a web landscape that works great on a single browser and less so on others, which sucks because Chrome is a massive resource hog. Really? Don't let her into your skin. Then you begin to make it better, better, better. Ah! Now a US spy satellite that was launched from Cape Canaveral, Florida, aboard a SpaceX rocket on Sunday failed to reach orbit is assumed to be a total loss. The classified intelligence satellite built by Northrop Grumman Corporation failed to separate from the second stage of the Falcon 9 rocket is assumed to have broken up or plunged into the sea. Uh, Trump was greeted by cheers and some boos. Can we listen to that raw footage of him on the field? Can we listen to the... beautiful okay and then uh flush eating oh that was by the way in atlanta on monday night hours before trump speaking to a group of farmers and ranchers in nashville again criticized athletes who do not stand for the national anthem flesh eating bacteria is uh killed a woman after she ate oysters this according to usa today steely dan and the doobie brothers are co-headlining a north american tour you know, uh, Walter Beckett died. So this is cool that finally Donald Fagan gets out there and gets to perform again and sings, And you in years. And they've been friends with Steely Dan for a long time. You may remember that Michael McDonald of Steely Dan sang on Peg, It Will Come Back to You. I'm singing a lot on this show, and I hope you love it. And finally, North Korea has agreed to send athletes to the Winter Olympics, says South Korea. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. Hope you've enjoyed this show. It wandered a bit. We dealt with some foes. We dealt with some candy canes. And now we're done. Next show, it's going to be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Foreman, and John Deere the Engineer. Ta-ta! Ooh, I like those. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.